Hey mamas, welcome to the sixth episode of Mama Needs Wine podcast. I am actually so nervous for this episode, ladies. So nervous. I've been kind of putting it off um, because I had a lot of you request that I dedicate an episode to telling my own motherhood story and just my own journey through becoming a young mom. And I'm really nervous, guys. (laughs) I think too is normally when I get ready to do an episode, I take a week beforehand to write out everything I want to say, all the bullet points, because I am a perfectionist and I don't like to stumble over my words. But this time I decided, you know what? I am not going to write it out. It's my own story I'm telling. I'm going to be raw. I'm going to be vulnerable. And I am going to open up to all you listeners. And I am going to share the own my own insecurities that I have dealt with over my journey of motherhood. So with all that being said, we're going to dive into my story. And honestly, I don't even know where to begin because it's it feels like it's been forever since this journey first started. Um, I guess technically my story starts a little over three years ago. Um, I found out I was pregnant. Um, I was a senior in high school. I was so young. <laughs> I still am young. Um, I was, I think it was just a month before graduation that I found out. And Christian and I had only been dating for about a year. And so obviously our relationship was still fairly new. We were still, you know, learning new things about each other, learning about like our, how our relationship works. Um, and so then you add in this crazy curveball life through at us of guess what? You're going to be parents now too, <laughs> which is crazy. And I honestly, I didn't even have I didn't even know what my life plan was for even after I graduated. So this curveball was huge because I already didn't have a plan. And then life threw me, okay, you're going to be a mom now in nine months. And obviously Christian and I had a lot of emotions going on. We were scared. We were unsure. We didn't know what to do. We didn't know what the next step was in this process. Um, There was a lot going on. Um, Christian and I waited, um, a little over a month before we decided to tell our families, um, that we were pregnant. We waited till definitely wanted to wait till after I graduated till after graduation to be like, well, at least I graduated. I got, I got through that. Um, and so we told our parents, our families, um, which was, a lot. It was, um, I think for me mostly it was, it was so nerve wracking to tell my family. Um, I think my biggest thing that I was scared of (laughs) was telling my, was my dad finding out. Um, but that's because I'm a daddy's girl and I admire my dad so much and I like never want (laughs) to let him down. And so my biggest fear was having that conversation with my dad and oh my goodness, if there's any other ladies out there who had to tell their dad at a young age, my goodness, it was, um, it was scary. Um, but thankfully my dad is the most loving person and he, you know, he told me 
what I needed to hear, which was you're going to need to grow up really fast and you need to make the decision of you're going to be a mom now. And um, but that I am here for you. And it was everything I needed to hear at that moment. And so I appreciate that from my dad. Um, After telling family, um, Christian and I decided, you know what, we're going to move in together. We're going to start this this new life as starting to become a family. And if any of you have (laughs) moved in with your boyfriend um, for the first time, you know that it adds a whole new dynamic to your relationship um, because you're adding in the finances into your relationship. You're adding in the fact that you see each other 24-7 now. There's no, okay, I'm kind of irritated. I'm going to my house. There's none of that anymore. So Christian and I really had to adjust our relationship really, really fast. And so not only did we, were we figuring out how to live together now, we were figuring out, you know, learning new things along the way of being parents and what all that entails. And so there is a lot going on. Um, I decided to go to EMT school while I was pregnant. (laughs) I don't know why. Don't ask me why. It was just what I decided to do, which I loved it. I loved everything about EMT school. I did it all the way up until I was nine months pregnant, actually. Um, I worked at a restaurant in that time, too. Um, And so I was big pregnant, going to EMT school and working at a restaurant all the way up until nine months. And then that's when... Um, Christian said, you know what, babe, like you're done. (laughs) You need to stay home and relax. You're about to have a baby. You need to chill out. Let me figure the finances out, which, you know, it just shows how amazing and how blessed I am to find such an amazing man like Christian, because he really stepped up to the plate of, okay, you know what? I'm going to be a dad. I'm going to be, you know, technically a husband. Um, and I'm going to be the main provider. So I'm stepping up to it. And you know, that I appreciate that so much from him. Um, so fast forward, we, we have Andre. I had Andre, um, two weeks early actually. And that's because they had to induce me. Um, I was super, super sick throughout my whole pregnancy. I, you know, it's funny cause I have, I know so many people that loved being pregnant. It was the you know, best thing. And I'm over here throwing up my guts. Like, uh, you sure about that? Because I'm having a whole nother experience over here with my pregnancy. <laughs> um, so I was super sick during my pregnancy. And then I got to the end of it and they found out I had preeclampsia, which if you don't know what that is, it's just super high blood pressure, which causes stress on the baby when you're pregnant. And so, um, they induced me two weeks early, um, which, oh, labor, ladies, labor. Do you ever think back on your labor and you're just like, man, how did I, how did I get through that? (laughs) I think that's why I'm still not ready to have another kid yet is because labor is still pretty fresh in my mind right now. Um, thankfully I got an epidural because you know, and I'm sure a lot of other moms have done this, but at first I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and do it natural. I'm going to try and get through it. I can do it. I'm a strong woman. And I got through like a few contractions. They broke my water. I was getting through it. And I was like, oh no, this is, this is a whole nother level of pain. I cannot do this. I remember I was in so much pain that I couldn't even talk. 
I could barely talk. I seriously thought I was going to pass out because I was in so much pain. And Christian was sitting there next to me. He was rubbing my back. I was squeezing the crap out of his hand. And then finally I looked at him and I'm like, I need an epidural. I need an epidural right this second. I needed it two seconds ago. And he was like, okay, we're getting the epidural. And I got it. And thank goodness, because after the epidural, the rest was a little bit of a breeze. Um, I only had to push for 20 minutes and Andre popped right out. Um, <laughs> so labor wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Um, I think the aftermath of labor is worse than the actual labor itself. And you know what's so funny, ladies, is that I don't think anybody like, really talks about what happens after you have the baby with your body and I think it's something that needs to be talked about more because there's a lot of unexpected things that I didn't I didn't think was gonna happen um a little bit of TMI here but I ripped a little bit I think it was just like a centimeter or something so I had to get a few stitches and um you know, <laughs> after labor, it's hard to walk. First of all, if you've had an epidural, um, it's hard to walk after you you have labor. Um, your back hurts, and then on top of that, you in order to pee, <laughs> you have to use a squeeze bottle, um, and then you have to wear a grown-up diaper for a while um, because your body's discharging everything it had, and then. Um, yeah, there's a lot that goes on with your body after you have a child. And on top of that, you are hormonal like nobody's business. Like it is insane, um, which I think ended up playing into my next chapter of this story, which is going home after the hospital. Um, I think it's funny because you you don't really know what to expect when you're a new parent. And then all of a sudden the hospital's like, okay, you can go now. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you sure? Like, I, I don't know what to do with this, with this brand new baby. What, what do I do? How do I take care of it? Like you, you're so like overwhelmed. Cause you're like, I have a little human that I don't know what to do with. And I like, I have to be responsible now for this. It's the craziest feeling. I'm sure a lot of you had had the same feeling and we get home and I'm like, okay, what now? Like, <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> um, so it's such a crazy feeling. And um, so we, you know, we get home, we're starting to adjust to the life of being parents to a newborn, which is, oh man, it's exhausting. You are sleep deprived, you're hormonal. There are so many things going on when you first go home. Um, I, I breastfed, um, Andre the whole time, um, which was, which was awesome. I, I loved being able to do that. Um, and I feel like, okay. And you know, this is going to get into a little bit more of like Christianized relationship. Um, because of breastfeeding, I think I felt kind of like it was all on me because, you know, Christian doesn't have boobs to, to, to feed Andre. So I kind of felt like everything was on me at that moment. Um, I felt like I was the one waking up two hours, every two hours at nighttime to feed Andre because I'm, I'm the one breastfeeding and I'm the one feeling sleep deprived. And, you know, and I feel like I, I ended up taking a lot of that frustration out on Christian, even though Christian was doing just as much work. I mean, he was still waking up to all the crying of Andre and still getting up early to go to work for a whole day. Um, but I think when you're a mom, you don't, 
you aren't processing both sides of the story, both sides of the feelings, um, which then ended up me, um, you know, I, I feel like there were times that I took out a lot of my hormonal, a lot of my frustration on Christian. And thankfully, Christian is the most amazing, <laughs> amazing person. And he's very, um, he's very calm. And so he was able to allow me to take that frustration out on him and, and be okay. Um, but later, um, and I think this is, this is going to get into an insecurity that I have always faced as being a young mom, which is, I always felt like everybody, when I found out I was pregnant, I felt like from the moment there until even now, I felt like everybody was waiting for me to fail. I felt like everybody was, watching me saying she's a young mom she's gonna fail at this she's not gonna succeed she's not gonna be able to do this all on, all by herself whatever I was just I felt like people were just wanting me to fail and because I had that insecurity I refused refused to ask for any kind of help from anybody I wouldn't allow anybody to help me which later caused issues because here I am a young mom not knowing what I'm doing really I was too prideful to ask for any advice I was too prideful to take any advice that anybody wanted to give me um and on top of that I um I just didn't want anybody's help because I wanted to prove myself to everybody that I can do this I don't need anybody's help just because I'm a young mom doesn't mean that like I can't do this and watch me do it all by myself I'm gonna prove everybody and that mindset I think is what kind of turned me into um being not very nice um I was I was exhausted because I refused to let anybody come over and watch Andre just so I could take a nap or take a shower I wouldn't do it I refused to ask for any advice even if I didn't know what I was doing because I was too prideful I felt like I had something to prove and this is me gonna pass on this advice to the next person who may be facing the same thing it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for advice. It's okay to call over a family member, a close friend and be like, is there any way you can watch my child for just 30 minutes while I take a shower or 30 minutes while I just take a power nap? It's okay. And it doesn't make you any less of a great mom to ask for help because they have the saying, it takes a village to raise a child. And believe me, that is true. And I have learned that it you need help you need time for yourself you need to take a break in this new chapter of life because otherwise that's where things can get bad and you get you know you'll get more hormonal which will turn into depression which can turn into anger which can turn into all these other things that you don't want for you you don't want you don't want for your family and so i am telling you right now from my own insecurities that i have faced it's okay to ask for help um <laughs> with that being said um you know over you know andre's now man he's almost two and a half i swear to you kids grow up so fast it's insane you blink and all of a sudden they're walking they have their own little personality um it's it's so it's amazing and it's scary and it's crazy and it's wonderful it's all the emotions combined <laughs> um 
So with that insecurity being said, um, because of it, I had to learn to start communicating better. Um, and I think all relationships have a struggle at this in these um in some point of their relationship they're going to struggle with communication i think that's just a common that's a common thing um christian and i we have always kind of struggled with communication and it was definitely the hardest when i was going through those insecurities of being a new mom and not wanting to ask for help and on top of that i'm not communicating with christian of why i'm not asking for help i'm not communicating as to why i might be sad a lot of the time i'm not communicating those things which then you know causes other issues in your relationship it causes you know you're not communicating so then that is going to cause you to take out frustration on each other that's going to cause you two to bump heads and that's where i got into the podcast episode just was the last week about relationship change because that was everything i said in that episode was because of everything that i and christian have gone through everything that we have learned over these years and you know what christian and i we still have a long way to come we still as any relationship you know you grow together and that's something that christian and i still work on we still work on our communication um i think the next phase in the chapter of my life of andre now getting into toddler life <laughs> is a whole nother chapter if there's any moms out there that also have toddlers it is hard it I, i'm not gonna sugarcoat it toddlers are hard i my patience has been tested tested like no other ladies <laughs> and what's funny is i'm not a very patient person to be honest to begin with and then motherhood has is something that has really had to teach me to be patient and to be calm um especially now where we're hitting the terrible twos because let me tell you twos are something else <laughs> um your patience will be tested as a mom when you when your child becomes a toddler because you know they they're at the point where they want to be more independent but they still don't know what independency means they're <laughs> they're in this funky phase they're trying to communicate but they can't fully communicate and so that leads frustration it leads to tantrums it leads to fits it leads to screaming and throwing things and hitting and it leads to a whole nother section of of motherhood and it has been a it's been hard for me i'm i'm gonna be perfectly honest with all of you guys toddler life has been hard um my patience is tested my sanity is tested <laughs> and i think the only thing that really that helps me get through the days of um being a stay-at-home mom especially with a toddler is his nap time honestly thankfully he's still napping oh thank goodness because <laughs> i know kids are all different and some will stop napping and thankfully i still have andre napping and um the only way though i can get him to nap is i have to put him in the car and we have to drive around for like 15 minutes and then he will finally fall asleep and we come back home i put him in his crib and then he'll sleep for like two hours and that is like the time i need honestly because otherwise i feel like i might go crazy <laughs> As I think most stay-at-home moms feel that way. When you're with your child 24-7, 
24 hours out of the day every single day you know you need you need some break you need some time for yourself just to make sure you're still staying level-headed um and so thankfully that is what my child is doing right now while I am recording this (laughs) um but I think my biggest takeaway of of mom mom life is you know you look back on everything you've you've experienced everything that you're going through and you realize how much how much it changes you as a person and for the better um i feel like motherhood has taught me so much it's taught me patience it's taught me how to communicate better it's taught christian and i how to better our relationship um with not only communicating but with um you know our parenting style um making sure that we're still making each other a priority i think motherhood has has brought a lot of positivity to my life and you know it's crazy because i look back and i'm like man i was so young when i got pregnant but it was the biggest blessing in disguise because I, you know, you, you never know. I don't know where I'd be right now if I didn't have Andre. I don't know where Christian I would be right now if we didn't have Andre, but it was the biggest blessing in disguise. And it's taught me so, so much. And it's taught me to really like, I'm trying to like word this, (laughs) um, really, um, enjoy every phase of life. Enjoy even the the hard, the the bad, the everything, the positivity. You you got to embrace every stage of motherhood because every stage will teach you something new about yourself, about your relationship and about life. And so that is my biggest takeaway of this journey of motherhood and I have just started it. My child's only two and a half. I still got a long ways to go in this journey and a lot more things to learn. But if I can pass on my story to the next and maybe help you not feel alone if maybe something that you are going through the same thing that I went through um I want you to know that you know we're all going to come out the other end of this missing missing every part of it looking back and say man I miss those times they were they were hard the twos were hard but I miss it you know um but yeah I hope this story, I know it's kind of, kind of long, kind of short. I maybe didn't get into all the details, um, but I hope you enjoyed the story. I hope, you know, maybe you learned something from my story. Um, and man, I was so nervous for this episode, but I hope everybody loved it and stay tuned next week for another Mama Needs Wine.